This Women's History Month of Womanica is sponsored by LinkedIn. Let's talk about what's professional today. On LinkedIn, important conversations are happening around what it means to be a professional. Right now, LinkedIn members are talking about things like needing more flexibility around where we work, how we work, and even taking time away from work to focus on family or mental health. Because those things should not stunt career development and growth. Instead, they should enhance it as we show up on our own terms. Professional is ours to define. And your authentic self is your professional self. Post your truth. Show the world the authentic professional you. And join the conversations redefining professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, welcome professionals. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're highlighting innovators, women who helped shape the world we live in today. Our Womanica of the Day today shaped how we see the world around us. Let's talk about Catherine Burr Blodgett. Catherine was born in 1898 in Schenectady, New York. Her father, George, was a patent attorney at General Electric. Tragically, George died before Catherine was born. As a child, Catherine showed a keen interest in math and science. She elected to attend Bryn Mawr College, where she studied physics. During her senior year of college, Catherine toured the research labs at GE. Her tour guide, the chemist and inventor Irving Langmuir, had known Catherine's father. Irving encouraged Catherine to pursue further education if she wished to join his lab. Catherine took the advice and completed a master's in chemistry at the University of Chicago. After graduating in 1918, Catherine became Irving's assistant and eventually GE's first ever female research scientist. At another of Irving's recommendations, Catherine continued to break barriers in education. In 1926, she became the first woman to graduate with a doctorate in physics from Cambridge University. Following her doctorate, Catherine returned to GE to work alongside Irving. At GE, Irving developed a means of producing one molecule thick oily films on surfaces. He'd go on to win the Nobel Prize in Chemistry in 1932 for his discoveries in surface chemistry. During this time, Catherine's work was also instrumental in another area of research, the refinement of tungsten filament in electric lamps. But soon Catherine and Irving returned to their study of surface films. Catherine discovered that each time a surface such as metal or glass was dipped in the films, it reflected a unique color. She realized that she could therefore measure the thickness of these films with extreme accuracy. Her resulting invention could measure films within one millionth of an inch. These precise measurements came in handy. As Catherine studied the effect of the layers, she realized that she could reduce the glare that reflected off of the glass based on how many layers she applied. When Catherine applied 44 single molecule layers of the soapy liquid, equivalent to four one millionths of an inch thick, reflections on the glass were all but gone. It was such a marvel at the time that the December 27, 1938 edition of the New York Times covered the invention, stating in a headline, glass invisible by use of film. 
It featured a photo of Catherine in her lab and included the following description. Discovery of a coating that makes glass invisible was announced today by Dr. Catherine B. Blodgett. The coated glass does not reflect light from any angle, no matter how strong the glare. Clock dial face and showcase glass and windows appear not to exist. Eyeglasses would not bother wearers with reflections of stray beams from side or behind. At the time of Catherine's discovery, soapy film layers could be easily wiped off from surfaces. Scientists went on to build off of her technology to create a more permanent fusion. Today, non-reflective glass is ubiquitous, from computer screens to camera lenses to eyeglasses. With the start of World War II, Catherine pivoted to help the war effort. Her work led to effective ice removal from planes and the development of a smoke screen that may have saved thousands of lives. Throughout the rest of her career, Catherine won many accolades. She received six patents before she retired from GE in 1963, after more than 40 years with the company. In 1979, at the age of 81, Catherine passed away in her home in Schenectady. All month, we're talking about innovators. For more information and for pictures of some of the work we're talking about, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. As always, we'll be taking a break for the weekend. Talk to you on Monday. Hey there, it's Jenny with some exciting news. Womanica is hosting our first in-person event since the pandemic started. In honor of Women's History Month, we're teaming up with New York's first women-owned brewery, Talea, to host a Womanica-themed trivia night. We'll have specialty cocktails and beer, plus prizes for the top three teams. We'll also be joined by the board chair of the ERA Coalition, Kimberly Peeler Allen, and ERA Coalition staffer, Vivian Pong, to talk with us about the work they do. The event is free to attend, and a link to sign up can be found in the show notes or on the Womanica Instagram. So grab your friends, brush up on your history, and join us at the Talea Tap Room on Wednesday, March 9th at 7 p.m. See you there!